are back. Welcome to the Shelite Showcase. I am your host with the Moses, the shaman of Shelite, Miss Katie Kennedy Bebe. Bebe. Listen, it's a new, it's a different day. I was just in a car. I can't yeah, speak. Yeah, we missed the weekend. <sighs> we're, we're we're gonna talk about missing a goddamn week because Jesus. Yeah. Uh, join with me, of I'm course. Worried. My level co-host. The Young Bucks Nation Sensation, the Fire Breathing, the Rhodes Family, eating the Spice of Life, the Sassy Senorita that I know, the Hangman Adam Page, to my Adam Cole Bay Bay, Miss Wazzy Garcia Savannah. How are you? Katie, I'm doing great, honestly. After yesterday, I'm doing great. And I'll say why in a bit, because I will count it as a news interview. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I'm good. It is news. Okay, it is news, but get to that. I mean, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Everyone else does know, so. Well, or at I, least the people who don't follow me on Instagram don't know. Well, let's say that's true. Um, so, like I said, uh, I was at the beach all week. I just got back today as we record this. Today's the 18th. Yeah, it's Saturday. Props, I'm like... Um, so it's obviously not Thursday. Sorry. If you were expecting us on Thursday, yeah. Whoops. I Should I said it before and I tweeted it too. I was like, it's not going to happen on Thursday. I was enjoying my time at the beach before I sadly had to come home back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. <laughs> um, so, again, so much has happened while we were gone and did not have a show. <laughs> One of the um, only times I'm happy we did not do a show on Thursday because, of course, shit happened on Friday after we would have like recorded. Like I fucking predict every time. <laughs> and now we don't have to wait an entire week to talk about it. Granted, by then, more things, more details probably would come out about some specific things I'm going to bring up. But... Also, you're all gonna have to bear with me. My news and rumors are not in order, because I didn't bring a notebook down with me, and so I got back today and I was like, "Fuck, okay, what actually happened?" I was like rewriting everything that like I knew happened, so it's in no particular order. Y'all are just gonna have to fucking bear with me. It still happened. So, sorry, one second. I'm trying to think. Should I plug now? Yeah, we'll do a little plugging now. Right. Obviously. Pride Month is June. Uh, if you have friends, loved ones, who are a part of the community, just show them a little more love this month. Show them love every goddamn day, regardless. But this month, it's hard for some people, especially people who have not come out, who may not want to be out. It's... are scared. Like, it's a whole thing. It's... If you don't have to go, if you've never gone through it, you don't know. It's one of those situations. You just have to be there for the people who have to go through it and have gone through it. Like, I had my year of coming out, like, two weeks ago at this point. So, it's, it's a progress, it's a process and progress for a lot of people. So, just keep that in mind for all of your LGBTQ plus friends this month and fucking every month, please. And neither here nor there. And obviously, if you like supporting good causes, we have merch. 
I don't have it on me. Pro Wrestling Pro Toy Shirts, designed by our good friend Jizzy from the Deadass Girls podcast. The shirts, basically, we want women to have a voice and not some old white men in power to tell us what we can do with our bodies. So... Can I just say something about that really quick? Yeah. Just something ironic I saw while I was at the gym. So, apparently... I saw it because, like, like, you know, I'm at the gym, there's, like, TVs and stuff. So, on one of the news stations, they were talking about how, I think in some areas, I don't know how much, how, like, where, which areas specifically in the states are impacted, but apparently in some areas, there is a shortage of feminine products. Like, I know, a little bit TMI, but again, just hold on, just, just hold on. This is where it gets ironic. It's, this is where it gets ironic. People, of course, are bitching and complaining that it's Joe Biden's fault and that women deserve, like, you know, this is for women, you know, how the hell are they, like, they can't go without them, which, don't get me wrong, I agree, but why now, because you want to blame Joe Biden, do you give a shit about a woman's vagina? Like, what happened to, like, you know, you don't, you want to control it as far as what you can do, you know, in more serious situations, but for feminine products blaming Joe Biden, that's when it's okay. Like, it just make it make sense. Like, the irony is just incredible. It's never gonna make sense because people choose when and when they want to support specific causes. Exactly. I was like, now you give a shit about a woman's vagina. Okay. I was like, alright. I was like, I'll just walk around trying to walk around. Give a shit regardless. Everyone has a woman of some capacity in their life. Like, build a bridge and get over it you stupid fucks like it's not hard i know i know but i just i just thought it was incredibly ironic that we're going through this whole you know pro-life versus pro-choice situation and whatnot old white men should control women's vagina but now they're concerned about a woman's vagina because you know under joe biden's leadership there's a current shortage going on so i don't know i'm just like okay i'm like you guys can go ahead and just be as deluded and not make sense all you want just you just it just looks fucking stupid on your end but it does i digress but the shirt if you buy anything with that logo shirt hoodie tank sticker whatever i have up on there i think all of those maybe a few more things all the proceeds are going to planned parenthood obviously it's a great cause for women and women's reproductive rights so go do that and i'm just gonna do the rest of the plugging at the end of the show and we're yeah. gonna jump straight into news and rumors. Because goddamn, there's Holy a lot. Shit, I need to sit back. This is a lot. All right, again, no particular order. Paige uh, tweeted out that her contract is officially expiring on July seventh, so she will no longer be a part of WWE. Mind you, she hasn't been in a ring or on TV in quite a few years because of her neck. So basically, she's just been paid to stay home. And if this leads to her going somewhere and training again and working her sh- the strength back in her neck and she's cleared and can go compete somewhere else, indies, whatever, she's now going by her real name, Saray. Good for her. Saraya? Saraya, Saray. I don't know how to actually pronounce it. I-, I can see the spelling in my head. Same name as her mom. Yeah. But regardless, I'm happy for Paige. Whatever she wants to do, if she wants to get back in the ring, awesome. It seems like she does, and she hasn't been able no, to, so... Please, no one give her shit for wherever she goes, okay? Like, how about we just appreciate that? First of all, there is maybe a chance that she might do in-ring stuff. Who knows? Can we at least appreciate that? Can we appreciate that she's not, like, a paraplegic after her injury and shit? Like, 
Let's mm-hmm. not focus on where she goes, okay? Like, let's focus on what she does. I agree. I agree. Um, so, not... Again, this is typically when we do a Thursday show. So, not the SmackDown that just happened yesterday. SmackDown happened last week. Um, Gunther, or Gunther, however you want to pronounce Gunther. it, Gunther. the new Intercontinental Champion, put some respect on that boy's name, smacked the shit out of Ricochet, chopped him up real good, Dude. as we knew was going to happen, and now hopefully WWE will start putting some respect on the title and start utilizing it and, you know, hear me out. Put it on a pay-per-view and have it defended. Weird, I know. What? Defending a title on a pay-per-view, Katie, that is... Defending a mid-card title on a pay-per-view couldn't be WWE. (laughs) Alright, now... I'm gonna save the big stuff for last. Because there's... The messy There's, like, three big things... I'm pretty sure I know what those three things are, but again, I'll let you get to it. But yeah, there's anyways. like three big things I'm gonna save. Um, we're going to give um, thoughts and everything to the Hebner family. Dave Hebner passed away, I believe it was yesterday, if not the day before. Um, for those that don't know, he was a WWE official, brother of Earl Hebner. They were part of the big twin referee thing. Hogan. Yeah, with Terry. Um, but thoughts and everything with the family, it's... that's It's never a fun it's, thing, so... Yeah. It's always unfortunate, yeah. So, much love and respect, thoughts to that family. Um, two dimes. If, if Okay. So two dimes was part of the family on NXT. You know, Tony D'Angelo's family. Two dimes. Was released. He failed the drug test. He failed it once and was immediately booted. I don't know if that's their new policy now, where if you get if you fail it once, you're donezo. I don't know. Again, I don't work there. But... I'm gonna say there's been many times where like, like people have failed multiple drug tests and just get a slap on the wrist. But okay, exactly, I, I'm a little. It could be because of everything else we'll talk about later. But, yeah. so, if you watched NXT this past week, he was still there because since NXT went back on the road, they recorded. Um, so this past episode and then the week before, they filmed them together. Which is why Two Dimes was on the show, in case people were wondering. And also, Tony D'Angelo was also injured, and he was in on the show. It's something with his shoulder, I believe. So, I guess this upcoming week we will see what's going on with both of them, what they do with two dimes, if they bring in someone else to look who looks like him. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Um, speaking of injuries, Randy Orton might be out for the rest of the year. I saw that, dude. Dude, like, what is up with all the injuries, okay? Like, especially to, like, the top stars, you know? Brian, Randy, Adam Cole, Punk, Punk, Cole, Cody. Did you say Cody? I did not say Cody. No, Cody. Cody. That's five oh. of your bigger stars right there. Dude. Like, ever, y'all be careful. 
Please. I know. Um, so yeah, they, it's. Oh, did it like piss off Hiroshi Tanahashi or something? Good lord, like. Do you get it? Uh, so, it, that's what it's looking like for Randy. Uh, there's no time frame. They're just guesstimating end of year, or the rest of the year. That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, because but the plan was supposed to be him yeah. and Roman at SummerSlam. Yeah. But no, Cowboy Brock's back, so now we're getting Brock and Roman at SummerSlam. Um, which could eventually turn into a triple threat and stuff. Um, what about Kenta and Ibushi? Kenta's been injured, and Ibushi has also since been injured. January. Um, Kenta's been injured since Jan- Actually, Kenta's back, actually. I believe he made his return, but I don't know if he's cleared to compete yet. But anyways, so Kenta, but anyways, back to when he got injured. That was at, um, Wrestle Kingdom. That was in January, and Ibushi was injured in October. Poor Ibushi has been injured. Or maybe he's not injured. Maybe it's a mental reason now, which doesn't matter. I'm not saying that he like he's supposed to be back. But I'm just saying I think at this point, depend out again. I don't know the severity of his injury, but it could be like for mental reasons too that he's out. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. But basically, everyone's getting injured, so everyone fucking be careful. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I have one more thing before the the big the big three. Um, obviously, we'll talk about them later because I have a feeling that your tag team of the week. And new two-time AEW World Tag Team Champions, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, the Young Bucks. Yes. Uh, and then the aftermath of that was... Have you, did you see the clip of Jungle Boy's mom and sister? <laughs> Fucking... She was like... His sister was like, get the fuck out of here. She like has a Chicago, like New York accent. I was like, you guys are from California. What yeah. is this? Maybe she made it up. I don't know. But... Let me just say, I was I was just just a little excited for the, the Bucks mark. But let me just say, the tag titles have been resurrected, okay? Because let me tell you, those titles fucking died after the Bucks lost them. So now they're going to bring the relevancy and the value of these titles back. So, and please, for the love of God, please let them have them at, at buy all out, okay? I don't, please, I would love to see them with the titles. Please, like, pretty please. But anyway. You can go on to the big three now. The big, the big three. Okay, um, well, I don't even know what I'm gonna start with. We'll do the one that I know happened first. Um, those belts belong to FDR. FDR could be dripped in gold come end of Forbidden Door. No, they do not. FDR, they're already doing their own thing with the Ring of Honor titles. They're and possibly the IWGP. And possibly, it's a winner-take-all match. So, fuck, we may very well see them with more belts now, which I'm not saying is a problem, but they don't Do they need the, the triple tag. Either. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know. pay Regardless, give FTR all the belts. I'm in. They can do it. They, let them go everywhere. But, back to my point. Why oh. the the Bucks first Jurassic Express just became a normal tag, not triple threat. Um, Jeff Hardy was arrested again for a DUI. Um, Tony Khan released a statement about it. Um, give me one second. I thought I had it 
picture of it? I do not. There's a video while Katie's looking for the picture. There's a video on YouTube of the entire traffic stop. It's like almost 40 minutes. Oh yeah, they pulled, they, they pulled guns on them. Well, yeah, and like, the, it, it was just crazy to see, especially knowing that it's like, you know, a well-known wrestler that like a lot of people love. It was really crazy to see, you know, just from like the way, like they, it showed obviously it was like dash cam footage. Yeah. And it just showed like the car swaying and then they showed him pulling over, like they helped him out. They did the sobriety test. It was very like intense to be well to see, like to watch, just knowing that it's a wrestler that you, you know, you, some people like get, grow up, grew up watching him, you know? It's just very like, it, I, don't, I don't think intense, like intense is the right word. There's another word. It's very, um, <laughs> it's, I don't know the right word for it. Well, I can I, I found Tony Khan's statement because obviously right, well, after this happened, Jeff was not on the show. The Bahardis were taken out of the match for good reason. And this was Tony Khan's statement after the fact. This is the entire thing. We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. This was after he got arrested for those who didn't know. Um, AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. And then Tony Khan proceeds to put the, um, like the National Helpline for Substance Abuse Mental Health um, you know, all that jazz. So, uh, Jeff Hardy is not going to be on AWTV for a very long time. This is not a conversation about companies. This is about the mental health, physical health, every type of help that Jeff Hardy needs. Whether you like the guy or not, he has a problem that has stemmed over... 20-ish years, if not more, putting his body through hell constantly for these past 20-some years, not getting the proper help, and if he got the proper help, it didn't work, so he has to get more help. That's what being an addict is, so just care, if you're gonna talk about the situation, care about Jeff Hardy getting the help he needs and deserves, not AEW's looser with their what was the phrasing I kept seeing? Like their policies which is true. They are very loose with everything. Versus um, WWE being stricter. Jeff was in both and clearly something's still wrong. So just don't make the conversation about that make it about Jeff and Jeff getting the help he clearly clearly needs because again this was not his first and not his second time getting a DUI and getting arrested. Because this happened mul- multiple times. Yeah, and it's just crazy because, um, I guess, the it, the thinking of what could have been. Because, honestly, I think if the Hardys were still in the match, I think oh, they probably would have been Khan, to win. Tony Khan said he was going to put the belts on the Hardys. So the Hardys, if, if this situation did not happen, the Hardys would be AEW Tag Team Champions That's right true. now. So, take that as you will, people. Take that as you will. Um, next thing, I'm saving the big one for last, I promise. Um, 
According to multiple reports, uh, Sasha Banks is reportedly gone from WWE. Now, nothing has been confirmed via WWE themselves or Sasha Banks herself or any party associated with Sasha. There's been reports saying her lawyers got involved to try and get her out of this contract because, again, if you remember all the bullshit that happened with her and Naomi two months ago, if that, probably lesser than. They haven't been on TV. They were suspended because they walked well, out of a Monday Night Raw. With, yeah, like, it became a thing. On SmackDown, there was a Sasha Crew for Life sign. WWE apparently edited that out. Um, so, that was a thing. Um, again, I don't know what is going on with Sasha. If she's gone and it's what she wants, good. Sasha's younger than Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, Bianca. She's like 24, 25. She's like 25, maybe 27, something like that. In that time frame, she's very young and has accomplished a lot. And I'm not the biggest Sasha stan, as people know, but she is a hell of a competitor, a hell of a worker, sells her ass off when needs to, is gets put in these shitty situations, you know, when Lousy Rousey came back and Sasha got pushed out. So one can only take so much bullshit and be like, nah, we're done. Now, whatever Sasha wants to do, she has a career in Hollywood if she wants it. Yeah, she was apparently she wants to go to Japan. I mean, I could see her fucking with the stardom stars. Like, I could see that. And, like, she could be, like, the next B Priestley. You know, she's to- totally taking over the stardom division. But, um, again, that's just what I heard. So, who knows? Whatever she does, I mean, more power to her, on honestly. You know? But, again, that, I don't. I refuse to believe anything until WWE themselves confirms it. Or Sasha Banks confirms it. So, until then, in my mind, she is still under contract with the company. Sasha's Again, it's not until the Fed says something like that. Sasha is 30. Which. Still fucking young, though. Exactly. Like, and she's. Like, Britt's like 30. Britt Baker is like 31. Yeah, she's younger so. than Britt. Which, and people. Of course, as soon as someone talks about contracts or getting released, everyone's like, go to this other company. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. They're not going to listen to you guys anyways. They don't fucking care about you. You're just some random person on the internet who thinks they have an opinion. But they don't know. Like, relax. We get it. You don't want to see Sasha and Britt. Okay? We don't... Well, your I opinion wonder... is just there. Part of me wonders, like... Because, again, nothing's been confirmed. So, again, until then, she's still technically under contract. I wonder because of what you're about to say next could maybe change like what she wants maybe because of the, the direction if you will and again this is purely based off what you're gonna say next maybe something might change who knows but well again we'll just have to wait and see maybe that's maybe honestly maybe that the next news that katie's gonna say is the reason why they have not officially stated if she's released maybe she does want out maybe she they're pretty much at the finish line right there to letting her go but because of what Katie's gonna mention, maybe there's gonna like they're backtracking a bit and seeing if maybe this could change her mind or something, you know? 
It's all speculation, but... So, this new is that Savannah keeps hinting at. Yes. Boy, oh boy, what a doozy this shit is. Okay, so, do you guys remember yeah. when Stephanie McMahon took a leave of absence to be with her family? Yeah. She's back as the new interim CEO and chairperson, chairwoman, of WWE because Vince has stepped down because... I wonder why. Why, Katie? There why was, did Vince There was a tweet that was sent out by the Wall Street Journal. You heard me correctly. The Wall Street Journal tweeted the following. This is a direct quote from their tweet. WWE's board is investigating a secret $3 million settlement that longtime CEO Vince McMahon reached with a former employee with whom he allegedly had an affair according to documents and people familiar. Now, when this news broke, I have never seen Twitter implode faster. Now, yeah. there's there's some details we know a lot we clearly fucking don't. We do know the name of this woman because Brad Shepard is a piece of goddamn shit and decided to release this woman's name to the public. Really? That her name was released? Mm -hmm. Her name I, was released. I, I will not say it because I also forget. I was going to say, don't say it. Oh, I, would, I will I find out never. my... I, I was going to say that is very disrespectful. Just because it's released doesn't mean we have to expose it here. I just personally didn't realize that I, the name was... Yeah. Brad so longer disposed, if you will. Um, and I would never do that. Plus, I forget her name because I glanced at it once. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? If you just type in Brad Shepard on... Um, no, I'm just, I, yeah. And then go to his page. If you scroll down, you'll see it. Because that's what I did. If you can't find it, then I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, well, yeah, but again, that is, just, uh, yeah, yeah, that is so just. Yeah, so we know the woman's yeah. name because Brad Shepard fucking sucks. Um, as of right now, according to reports, this was a consensual affair. Um, we do not know, um, how Linda feels about it, anything like that. So again, as of right now, it was consensual. John Laurinaitis was also involved, which is just weird. <laughs> um, we know there was like an NDA thing with her. It it became a spectacle, and then after all of this happened, this happened on Friday, right? This happened on Friday. Midday Friday, WWE and multiple people come out saying Vince McMahon is going to be on SmackDown. Now, typically, if you're the CEO of a company, a multi-million dollar company, and this shit gets released, you eh, probably don't want to go on TV and talk. But I don't know. Vince comes out, no chance in hell. Um, you know, it shows all the white people in the crowd bowing and, well, not all, all let, me, let me not speculate, some of the white people in the crowd bowing and applauding and weird shit, I don't know. Vince comes out and says, oh, those four words you just heard is like what WWE is, then, now, forever. And then, together. And then he's like, welcome to SmackDown. And then he literally gets out of the ring and leaves. 
one of the weirdest fucking things I have ever witnessed in my 25 years of life. I felt I uncomfortable watching that. Yeah, I was gonna say, if I was accused of something this serious, the last thing I would want to do is show my face anywhere in public. Well, like, a lot of people, so, reports are saying that he's still in charge of creative. He's not fully gone. From This might been so. this might have been his last appearance on TV, which is why he basically was just like, haha, fuck you guys. This is me being like, I'm not going anywhere. Which again, maybe a lot of people are speculating that one. Good. Maybe people, or maybe he's meant his mentality is like it's it's like fucking cancel culture. It's gonna be big for like a few weeks, but then it's gonna die down, and no one's gonna fucking care anymore. So he's probably thinking he'll be out of the hot water soon, which I don't think is fair on this on the part, especially of the, like the the victim. Well, again, not gonna say her name. But, um, like, I just think it's very, like, again, I think maybe that's why he was so nonchalant about it, like, and was willing to come out and face everybody. Uh, it's so hard to tell, like, with, especially with Vince himself, (coughs) because Vince is his own fucking entity, and this, I mean, granted, he's He's been a part of many- He's been a really weird reason. Vince has been part of a lot of scandals in the past, you know, steroid trial covering up a murder. It's it's a thing. There's a lot. It's a you know maybe it's a good thing that WWE bought Dark Side of the Ring because now there won't be an episode about this, which is some shit. That's immediately what I thought of as soon as I saw these reports. I was right? like, now we're not getting that goddamn Dark Side of the Ring. But again, yeah. as of right now consensual relationship affair whatever you want to call it between these two individuals technically three individuals if you want to include John Lourdes in in that um unless something comes out otherwise I'm going to treat this as a I'm very confused and we'll make a joke here and there but if it comes out that this was not consensual in any way shape or form I will not talk about it that is a different conversation for a different show that I can fully pop off on. Yeah. So, yeah, what a, what a fucking uh, week. Uh, Savannah, do you have anything else to add to this this, this Just a couple week? things. One of them, just a couple things, but one of them is a personal little debacle. Um, so I mentioned this earlier, and I'm saying it's news because it is. Um, and because I kind of want to flex and just, just I also just want to talk about it. Not just so much flexing, but um, yesterday... As of recording, yesterday, I did a virtual meet and greet with Thunder Rosa, and I almost fucking cried. I was so close, but no tears were shed. I sounded like I was going to cry, and tears were there, but I did not shed a tear. I told her that hopefully when I go to All Out, I get to meet her in person, I will cry then. (laughs) I will cry then, and she said she would hug me so tight, and I thought that was so sweet. She is one of the best people. I have ever talked to and I really want to meet her in person. So that's just one little thing I wanted to talk about. It was so awesome yesterday. It still doesn't feel real. And she was nothing but sweet like the whole time. And okay, and the other thing is that, um, so on Dynamite, yeah, okay, it's cause again, it's fucking Saturday. So it yeah. almost feels like it's next week already. So this past Wednesday on Dynamite, um, you know, Hangman comes out, you know, he looks sexy with always with his tassel jeans is not the point. 
And he said that, you know, he didn't really speculate whether or not Okada would still have the title because he called out Kazuchika Okada. And so Adam Cole comes out, of course, like saying, well, you're not going to get the title, even though um, Hangman, or you get that. He said that Hangman has no right to challenge for the title, even though Hangman literally just said seconds before that he doesn't want the title, that he just wants to face Okada, that the, like, he's still like title or not. He still wants to challenge Okada to a match. So Adam Cole comes out and says he's not challenging for the title. And then he says, well, oh, someone else has someone to say, something to say about that. And of course, it's fucking JY, whatever. But Jay comes out and basically says that, oh, well, Okada's not going to be at Forbidden Door. And I was like, what? I was like, they're probably just fucking saying that. But apparently that might actually be the case. And I'm kind of sad about that because, you know, Okada himself even said that it wouldn't be Forbidden Door without him. But apparently, I've read two different things apparently right around like the exact same time forbidden door is going to happen so like a week from now um his wife is expected to have like a baby right around that time but i also heard from another source that um his wife isn't due till august so i'm like well fuck hold that baby until august man like i want to see but so if he misses i will be upset but obviously i won't be that upset because you know you got to go be a dad you know that hangman did the same thing he had to leave to go be there for the birth of his child so mm-hmm. you know just congratulations to daddy okada literally he is gonna be daddy now and um <laughs> but yeah i hopefully we do get to see him i hope jay was just fucking around when he said oh he's not gonna be there like i hope we literally did not spoil it but yeah so there's i guess the news or slash rumor is that okada there is a chance okada is gonna miss forbindor which is why we haven't seen him um on AEW yet but who knows we have okay we have taken we have two more shows technically we have dynamite and we have rampage he may maybe again i refuse to believe until he shows up if he shows up so i'm hoping but if not again can't obviously can't complain he's got to go be a dad so just again so that, that there's that news but also just congrats to okada because i did not realize he was excused expecting a child so yeah i mean that's good yeah, for so... him good for him yeah he made it rain somewhere else <laughs> the rainmaker rainmaker child maker oh my god dad you need to be stopped how dare you <laughs> Uh, we're gonna move on <laughs> to today in yeah. women's wrestling history. Since it's coming up in two weeks, Money in the Bank 2017. This Money was basically the, the SmackDown show. Um, when I looked at the card, I forgot that it was basically all SmackDown matches. Um, yeah. So we have Carmella becoming Miss Money in the Bank. I think this was more so. James Elmsworth helping Carmella win Money in the Bank. Regardless. So, you know what? It was 2017 because I was like, was it 2017? But it was because um, I was in San Francisco. I was coming home. I had to miss the pay-per-view. I was kind of upset about it. But, and of course, I, I was on Instagram and I see people like talking about, oh, how could James Ellsworth do that? I'm like, what the fuck did he do? Like, other than interfere. Everyone interferes in ladder matches, but I didn't realize he did what he did. Yeah, so kind so, of put a damper on that yeah but it's okay this i mean was the so first women why would you let bank. james Ellsworth be the first miss money in the bank i don't know it, it yeah they and then they run it back on smackdown like a week later and carmella wins again 
But Carmella becomes first Miss Money but in the Bank. I love Mella. I think the whole Mella's Money thing was really kind of built her heel character up. I love that. I agree. The whole Mella is Money. Um, and then she ha- she held the briefcase longer than anyone else in Money in the Bank history, even Edge. So there's that. She cashed in on Charlotte Flair, the SmackDown after Mania, which that was cool. Yeah, and uh, that was um, after the debuting Iconics at the time. Showed up, yeah. beat the shit out of Charlotte. Crazy, but, and it's crazy because, oh, man. I miss, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. I love seeing him back in the ring. But Daniel Bryan as a general manager, he just did such a good job. He was a really good general manager. I loved him being the SmackDown general manager. And, like, I remember when he took away um, the briefcase from her. He's like, you're going to be the first person to ever give back the briefcase. And he just freaking snatched it from Ellsworth. I'm like, oh, my God. He, he, I'm like, he is a dad. I'm like, he you're such it. a dad. Man. He could do it. Um, and then, and then, I, then it just makes, and then, sorry, it just makes me think about, like, freaking, like, talking smack and stuff when him and Renee would host together. That was so Oh, much, yeah, they, like, uh, tech, talking smack is officially dead now. It is now talking, it's like, talking smack lowdown or something. I don't know, they changed the name. It's stupid. I kept seeing tweets it, about it. Will it will never be Renee and Daniel. Let's exactly, it doesn't matter. Just, that when was Paul, the best. When, it was Paul and Kayla, though, that was a good dynamic. But not as good as Renee and Brian, of course. That was, like, yeah, I was going to say, Paul and Kayla were good, but, like, um, Renee and Daniel were iconic. Like, exactly. It was, I love watching Talking Smack because of them. And I feel like everybody did. Anyways, go on. Uh, and then Naomi, who was SmackDown Women's Champion at the time, defeated Lana, and I completely forgot that match even happened. Because it was weird. Lana, because, like, they, it was, they talked about the money in the bank, like, oh, the first ever woman's money in the bank match, and Naomi was in the ring, and Lana just suddenly came out, and I'm like, why the fuck is she challenging for the title? Like, why? She just showed up. I don't know. And also, it was weird, because it was only one, two, three, four, five women in a money in the bank. This year, obviously, they shot back up to seven, which we'll talk about later. Don't worry. Um, but it's so crazy, yeah. though, also, like, Becky was so close. I remember that. I think both matches, Becky was really close to winning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the first match and then the SmackDown, like, rematch, oh, yeah. if you will. Everyone, Becky was everyone so thought close. Becky was going to win. She, she, she should have, but... She was the overall favorite to win. My apologies. She was still little baby face Becky. She was still last kicker Becky with the steampunk goggles. I still have my steampunk goggles. They're just back there, though. I forgot that was when she was, but you are correct. Uh, but now we are on to wrestlers of the week. Um, it is my turn to start. I just went back to check. I'm gonna start tag team, of course, because we always do. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the Creeds. Hell of a match on NXT against uh, Eaters, uh, Blade and Malik. I think I'm combining their names all into one. Regardless, I, they're great too. Now hold on. I need to, like, figure it out, because it's going to bother me that I can't figure out which name goes with which. So give me... I think it's Malik Blade, if I can spell. Malik Blade. Oh, my God. I, hold on. Technical difficulties. I don't know how to spell. And... Hold, hold. Idris and... Okay, Malik Blade, Idris and Afe. So I was right, and then I was confusing myself at the same time. Creed's put on a banger match with them. Mutual shine of, sh- Jesus. Sign of respect. I'm rusty. And 
they like shook hands after the match and basically the crudes are telling Roddy Roddy ain't shit because we all know Roddy ain't shit because he's trying to be like oh I don't I can't be in a match next week I hurt my ankle no 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 motherfucker you're gonna be in a match because the creeds and Ivy Nile run Diamond Mind they are Diamond Mind Roddy ain't shit so I'm going with the creeds as my tag team well, I'm wearing the shirt. I don't know if you can see. I'm wearing the blink headband. It's kind of hard to see with this light. Got my wall. The history makers. Um, what did Excalibur call him? The prince of something about the ladders. They call master of the ladders or something like that. Master of the ladder. The young bucks. Your two-time. AW Tag Team Championship champions. I know we talked about earlier a lot. This probably would not have happened given their unfortunate circumstances, mm -hmm. but it did happen. So I'm just going to be happy that they made history. It was such a good match. Those freaking bucks ate shit on many different occasions. It was sometimes some spots were kind of hard to watch. I was like, oh my God, like it's kind of. I'm like, why am I putting myself over this by watching it? But they are such phenomenal wrestlers. They are the best. Matt said it himself. They've been running tag team wrestling for the last decade and a half. Love my guys. And also, I said it on Instagram. If Matt loses a shoe, they're winning the match. Matt lost a shoe. He lost a shoe when they won the title the first time. So, key thing to. Key I mean, thing one to of the best parts mind. of that match was Jungle Boy just taking Matt's shoe and just throwing it at Nick. <laughs> Like, like they didn't do anything. It was in the corner. Yeah, Matt didn't want to put the shoe back on. Like, he never, like even after the match, the photo shoot, they like he just wouldn't put it on. Like maybe his foot's hurt. I don't know. But I'm just gonna give a quick shout out to Daniel. You know who doesn't need to come over me. He came. He kind of came up with a really good thought. Like, he was like, "What if like, because the bugs like to just fuck around with us like this and tease us. He's like, what if like, Matt not wanting to put a shoe on, shoe on is a little symbolic of maybe they're gonna kind of." abandon the whole shoe gimmick and maybe go face at some point like maybe that's like a, like the seeds planted for a possible face turn i was like dude i love the way you think but holy shit i was like wow i was like i didn't even think of that but who knows but again it, that's it's a very deep thought again it's just a thought so don't don't trash daniel don't trash me for it but again for all we know matt probably just didn't feel like it maybe he wanted to show off his sock i don't know it was black but you know but yeah those are my guys such phenomenal wrestlers. Young Bucks are my pick. Can't wait to see how they revive these titles. Yeah, I knew I knew you were gonna pick Young Bucks, so that's why I didn't. Um, uh, okay. move on to Woman's. I just have one Woman. Um, Tony Storm. Hell of a match. Defeated former AW Women's Champion Dr. Britt Baker. D, M, D. Um. Tony, Tony's gonna. I mean, she's the next challenger, obviously, for Thunder Rosa. That match is happening at Forbidden Door. I like that you're utilizing Tony in this way, because you're focusing your women's your quote unquote main card women's division not on Britt. Britt is basically out of it right now. Now you have Thunder Rosa, who is your champion, who you should be giving more time to, regardless. You have Tony Storm, who just debuted at this point like two months ago, something like that. I think so around that time. And you, and then 
obviously all the women you have for the TBS title scene, which I don't want to say it's kind of racist that they're all the majority of them are black and they're all in one thing. But regardless of that, they're on TV in a very good feud? Feud? Yes, we'll say feud. Because I, I mean talking Jade, Kiara, Red Velvet, Athena, Willow Nightingale, Statlander, Anna J. Which, Willow, she's adorable. Special shout out to yeah, Willow. She, she did great. Um, but yeah, Tony and Thunder Rosa is going to be great at Forbidden Door. I hope selling goes how it should, because there was a lot of controversy with that over the past few weeks. Oh, did you not hear about this? Um, apparently Thunder Rosa was like basically sandbagging Marina Shafir and like not selling anything in their match. I don't I, I, I would have to like go back and try and watch the match to see. But then Thunder Rosa posted something on Instagram about her and Marina and like breaking bread or something like something along those lines being like it's That's what squashed. that was. I was like, yeah. why is I was like, why is like this like I, I was confused. Like, when, like, she just followed I guess we can still be friends backstage now. Okay, pretty much dead at this point. But I was like, you would Yeah, so I was like, wow. But that it, that makes sense now. But um maybe yeah. again, maybe we're just speculating. I don't know. It it could be a multitude of things. We don't know. We're not there. We weren't in the match. But I am excited to see Thunder Rose and Tony Storm at the Forbidden Door. For sure. Who's your pick? Well, I have two women. Okay. Um, first one, like you, is Tony Storm. She finally got her win over Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Nothing against the doc, but honestly, this should have happened at Double or Nothing or before Double or Nothing. Wait. Yeah, after the Ruby Soho and Britt Baker at Double or Nothing. But that's okay. Whatever. Whatever. But, um, yeah, Tony is absolutely fucking incredible. I hope that, you know, with this title match, she gets booked better the way she should be. You know, that's kind of the reason why she left the Fed, because of her booking. And so I hope that now that she's in AEW, they'll start utilizing her properly. And my second pick is um, from Rampage from last night, not the week before. Um, I'm going to give it to the TBS champion, Miss Jade Cargill. She's having a really, I I know it. you can't really see as much, like, you know, because, you know, it's not their fault the way they're booked, but the fact that, like, I honestly thought, I'm not saying because she's a bad wrestler, but I honestly thought they would have had her lose but at this point, like, this far into her reign, but I'm glad that she's probably setting a freaking really high standard for anyone who's going like to hold the belt after her. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, holy shit. And like, she's just setting a really good example of, you know, having a nice, long, lengthy title reign. And I hope that like, future TBS champions will, you know, be treated as such, you know? And it's not like the TNT title where people lose it. it. Huh? Do you think Athena's gonna be the one to take it off of her? Since they're building that? I I can kind of see it, but um, I don't... the only reason why I don't see it is because, again, she just started. I would hope that I'm not okay, not hope, because if Athena wins, I'll be happy about it. Don't get me wrong. But if she does, and I hope that means it's because they're gonna get someone who's been with AW longer to get take the title off her, and then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But and I thought maybe Statlander would, but then kind of Athena start. I'm not saying this is Athena's fault, but 
Athena kind of, you know, got into the mix. So now it kind of went from Statlander challenging to... I mean, honestly, with those seven women, if you include Willow Nightingale, you can have that title bounce around between just the seven of them, give them each a nice little reign. That's a great idea. Or even then, let them let them have a ladder match. Let the seven of them fight to the death for that title. Like, it'll just show how much they really want it, you know? That's also a thing they could do. Um, yeah, but, so yeah. Um, Jade Cargill and Tony Storm are my two picks. My women's is Your women's is Um, alright, alright. I got one, uh, again, this is, like, guys, I wasn't, I wasn't home. You missed wrestling for a week. It's okay, it's okay. You can only have, I you can only have one. I tried my best. Pick. I have one pick for my mans. Seth freaking Rollins. This man is a goddamn man of society, and I love it. He uh, teases and jokes about Cody being injured, just stroking the sledgehammer seductively. Mood. Um, the feud, the match with AJ was great. Seth advancing to Money in the Bank. Which, again, we'll talk about in a few minutes. Don't you worry. Um, I really wish it wasn't him versus AJ, though. You're not the only one. I said to Vince last night, there's still a possibility that AJ can get in the match. AJ needs to win money the bank at some point, okay? Like, they need to give it, they need to cut AJ some slack. They've been having him, they made him lose at Mania, at WrestleMania Backlash. He's getting his ass kicked by Judgment. I'm like, dude. Give AJ a break and give him, like, something, okay? Yeah, but that's just me. Um, but Seth Rollins. Um, future Mr. Money in the Bank question mark? Uh, again, we'll talk I about just, it soon! I just, okay, I was, okay, well, I was gonna say that I saw, like, because of Seth Rollins, I saw, um, someone, uh, wrestling news page on Instagram that was just their opinion, so again, don't take this, like, it's I think I know anything. what you're gonna say, but say it anyways. Um, that they were saying that Seth Rollins should win Money in the Bank, but fail to cash it in on Cody. I'm like, I think he should, not not just because I don't like Cody Rose, okay? I, I'm genuinely being serious. I think if you were to give Seth Rollins the Money in the Bank briefcase and Cody was the champion he cashed in on, I think the only reason why he should win is because I feel like it would be really, like, it would really hurt Rollins if you have him lose to Cody again for a fourth time. Or... Yeah, a possible fourth time because who knows how many times they would probably face each other before that ha- were to happen. So I'm thinking if that if it does happen where Cody's the champion and Seth Rollins has the briefcase, let him cash in successfully so he can finally has have his redemption over Cody Rhodes, and then we get more feud with more good matches. You know? Why are we assuming that Cody's gonna have a title when Seth? No, that, you know, well, that was just well, their opinion. Well, again, well... That was we'll, just their opinion, so... We'll talk about it, because we don't even know, realistically, how long Cody's gonna be out, so... Yeah, I'm, again, not shitting, I'm not shitting on their thought, but... Let's think about it a little more next time. Anyways, who are your manses? I have two manses. Okay. None of them are from North American companies. Um, That's fine. So, first one, I'm gonna give it to Will Ospreay. I've said it here... I've said it on my Instagram. Do not sleep on Will Ospreay, okay? Um, he is kind of in some hot water. I don't know what's going on, though, so that's why I'm not going to give him shit, because I don't know what's going on, okay? So I don't know how guilty or innocent he is. So I'm just going to 
ignorance is bliss. I'm just going to play it off as I don't know shit because I really don't know shit. So Will Ospreay, such a phenomenal wrestler. If you watched his match on Dynamite against Dax Harwood, fantastic match. phenomenal match. So you thought that was good. You should have seen the masterpiece he put on with Sonata at Dominion. It was incredible. He is currently the IWGP United States Champion, but um, he doesn't have the title because former champion Juice Robinson has refused to give up the belt. Technically, he was forced to vacate it, but he has refused to do so. So the only thing I can think of is Osprey's going to get a taste of his own medicine. When Osprey had to relinquish the IWGP World Heavyweight title, he ended up bringing out out his own title even after Shingo Takagi won and was the champion. And he was like, no, I'm the real champion. I never lost. I was only out for this amount of time, and it takes this amount of time to, you know, actually, you know, be out for me to relinquish it. So I'm thinking Osprey's just going to get a taste of what he freaking put people through last year. But it was a really good match. Such an amazing wrestler that Will Osprey is. I hope he goes far with this title. I hope he is not cursed because I mentioned this in the Dominion recap that I did that Tanahashi is a fucking curse. Like, I love the guy, but him holding that title is a curse. And I hope that Sonata did not rub off any of Tana's curse onto Osprey because just to keep it brief, um, the three people who have had to vacate or relinquish the title or got injured all happened while Tana was, they won the title from Tanahashi. So Kenta got injured at Wrestle Kingdom and lost the title to Tana after he won it from Tana. Um, I forgot where he won it from, like what, when he won the title from Tana, but all I know is that he lost it at Wrestle Kingdom and he got injured. And then Tana loses to Sonata. Sonata is injured and is forced to relinquish. Will Ospreay, um, Juice Robinson, sorry, wins the title in a four-way where Tana was the champion, and he was forced to vacate it. Moral of the story, do not win that championship if Tanahashi has touched it before you. You will be cursed. So, um, yeah. And I, again, I just hope this, the same doesn't happen to Osprey, okay? Because just saying, it's this curse seems to be pretty fatal, so... I don't know, man. And Osprey's been going through it, okay? He has had COVID before Wrestle Kingdom. He has had injuries that made him relinquish his title. He has, you know, had COVID again, which made him, like, which prevented him from challenging for the IWGP US title earlier the in the year at Dontaku. So poor Osprey. And then there's this whole work storyline where Osprey's been getting screwed because against John Moxley, he had his shoulder up at two or before the three count. And they didn't count it. And then um, at in the four-way where Juice Robinson won the U.S. title, apparently Osprey's feet were under the ropes. So Osprey's talked about how he's been getting screwed. Osprey's gone through it. He's now the champion. Hopefully nothing happens to him. Osprey, wear a neck brace, wear a helmet, and wear as many masks as you need to. You need to stay safe, my dude. But congrats on that. So that was my first pick. My second pick, I'll keep this one a lot shorter. He is... Um, Facing John Moxley to become to to try and become the aid the interim AEW champion, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who is making his AEW in ring debut this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. I'm so excited. I was losing my goddamn mind when he showed up on Wednesday. He just had a standoff and he just said two words, actually three words. He said Jericho, shut up, and oh my god, I like melted to the floor. I was like, oh my god, he was talking. 
it was just that standoff was just incredible. I loved it, and now he's gonna be in a match before Forbendor. Super excited, but again, I have an ugly feeling that they're gonna make Tana take the pin. But we'll just wait till then. I'll just still be happy about what happened this past week. So two picks: Osprey and Tana. Now, onto the question of the week. It has been brought up numerous times. I've, I'm a four star in my money in the bank, guys. Come on. Come on. Do you get the hint? Money in the bank is awesome. Money in the bank is in two weeks, basically. Already? Wow. Um, I'm going. Wait. Is, it's in July or the end of May? I mean, or end of June? Uh, it's J- July 2nd. So, like, so they're having Money in the Bank July 2nd? That's for her birthday. Okay, anyways. Um, they're having it July 2nd. But isn't SummerSlam moved to July also? Um, let me see. SummerSlam. I could have sworn I saw SummerSlam was moved to July 30th or something like that. SummerSlam 2022. July 30th. In Nashville, Tennessee. So yeah, it is the thirtieth. Man, two pay per views in my birthday month. Love that for me. Oh, Katie, look, you should go to SummerSlam then. Bitch, I don't have the money to go <laughs> to SummerSlam. Oh. We're lucky I have the money to go to Vegas because this shit. Also, I'm still waiting on my new ticket app on location. Cough it up, motherfuckers! I want my ticket, please. Thank you. Um, anyways, Money in the Bank. It is happening in, like, two-ish weeks, give or take, whatever time frame you want to use. Like I mentioned, three participants from each ladder match have been announced. Actually, no, technically four for the women. Um, Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Raquel Rodriguez. And the men is Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. I believe that is everybody for the men. And if not, we'll get to it. If not, then I forgot and I suck, but that doesn't matter. Um, so, out of those people who have been announced so far, who do you think will win each ladder match. Um, okay, so as far as who's been announced yeah, right who, now, who has I been Seth, who has been announced? I think Seth Rollins, as far as who's been announced, is mm-hmm. gonna take the men's one. I would not I would love to see it. I wanted him to beat the Universal Champion Roman Reigns back in like the Royal Rumble. Oh, I, was, I was just like I was very disappointed when he didn't. I thought if anything he could be the one to do it, but so he did it. That's fine. But now his now it's his chance. He can you know, and he can catch him. Whatever. He can have another high school century. I saw a lot, um, I saw a lot of stuff about that. Have Seth cash in at Survivor Series on the ten year anniversary of the Shield. I was like, do it, dude. That is fucking golden. Do it. Do that. Do it. Dude, he's already trolled with the Shield here at the Rumble. Let him do. Please let him do that. Like. Pretty please, like Do Stephanie. It. I guess she's not character creative, but fuck, man, she like, was. Please make it happen. Um, okay, and the women—that one's a little harder to predict. Maybe because she just returned. I want to say Lacey Evans. I think you know she's back. 
you know, I she, first of all, she needs a title, and she has not been given one. I know she, you know, got preggers and had to leave, which is, you know, which is okay. Nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, maybe this could finally be her chance to win a title. And again, you, you don't have to do it that same night or the week after or even the month after. You can, if you don't want her to be the champion just yet, you can, with the money in the bank briefcase, you can buy yourself some time before you want to officially book her to win the title. It's so crazy. Like, maybe it has a year. And people choose exactly. not to use the whole year. Exactly. So that's why I think, um, I think maybe Lacey Evans might take it. But again, I, the women's a lot harder for me to predict than the men. Again, so as far as right now goes, it really seems like Seth Rollins is going to win the men's one. I, I agree. I 1,000% agree with Seth. Um, and honestly, for the women, it's probably, looking at it right now, looking at the four who are in it, it's going to be Lacey or Liv. Yeah. Now, I open this up for whatever you would like to do who do you want to win both cases that is not announced for the match now you have four more choices for a man and you have three more choices for one of the women's what i have to do three no no no, no, no i'm just saying no? like you have like oh like this person or this person or this person? okay well alexa bliss hasn't been announced right no alexa alexa has it, her and Liv, like oh, okay. her and Liv oh, won yeah, the tag I match on Monday okay, to get in the match. I probably didn't hear you say Alexa then. So then, um, I don't know who else is going to be in that. I mean, um, maybe Asuka. I mean, so I guess Asuka and Becky the... have a match on Monday to determine who's going to be in it. I would honest. Well, I guess okay. Nothing against Becky, but Asuka hasn't won the title since, um since Sasha and Bailey were, like, the tag champs and, like... First of all, did Asuka even win the title back from Sasha? I don't remember. I no. don't remember if she ever did. I don't like, think so. I forgot who she ended up... who Sasha ended up losing the title to. Or she ever even lost it. Or did she... Was she SmackDown champion or Raw champion? Raw, I believe. Because Bailey was the SmackDown Women's champion. And, um... Sasha challenged Asuka for they ba Bailey was the SmackDown Women's Champion and her and Sasha were the tag team champions. Sasha challenged Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship, but it was like kind of what Stephanie made Nikki Bella do where it doesn't matter how she loses, that if she loses, she will lose the title. So Bailey, as a strategy, started attacking Kyrie staying backstage and saw and Asuka chased after her and lost via count out, which made Sasha the champion. I don't remember how long Sasha held the belt for or who she even lost it to. Um. Okay. So, so um, I think I found it. So, um, Oscar won it at Money in the Bank 2020. Sasha took it off of Oscar July 20th. Oh, Oscar took it back three days later. Oh, nice. At, or no, a month later, sorry. I saw 23rd and the 20th. Like, a month later at SummerSlam. And then Rhea took it, Charlotte, Nikki, Charlotte, Becky, Bianca. Got it. Um, okay. So, in a, a weird-ass twist of events, I want, look, I'm not the biggest fan, but I would definitely be shocked, and I wouldn't be upset 
if by some miracle Sasha Banks won the fucking big money in the bank match. Like imagine the biggest freaking Uno reverse card that would be if Sasha shows up, like they have like a mystery, you know, kinda like what they do with Brock Lesnar, mystery opponent, and Sasha Banks just shows up and wins the whole damn thing. At least the money in the bank fits her character. But again, we have to see again by some miracle. Money in the, the men's, of course, I want to see AJ. AJ needs to win the Money in the Bank um, match at some point in his career um, before he retires. Um, he's done it at all except win Money in the Bank or the Royal Rumble. He needs to win both at some point, but um, until then, I would like to see him win Money in the Bank, so there's that. Um, Do you other... think Bailey will return? Because she's been teasing for a while. I hope so, but man, Bailey's so good at trolling. I'm just not gonna expect. Anymore. I'm not gonna get Would my hopes up. Would you rather her come gonna... back at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam? Um, I guess only Money. In the... the only reason why Money in the Bank is because that so she can win the fucking briefcase. Okay, like, let her win the briefcase and let her catch whatever the hell she wants. You want her to win it but... again? You don't want someone else winning the briefcase? Well, it's heel Bailey now. Bailey's been out for like who knows how fucking long now. So yes, about a I year. Yeah. Well, I'm just I saying, you give it... I always... For, for the exception of Seth, because it can be a really good story, especially if he does do it at Survivor Series, I always like giving someone else the opportunity to be Money in the Bank for once. Like, Alexa's been Miss Money in the Bank. No one else in that match has as of right now. Please, mm-hmm. for the love of God, don't put it on fucking Raquel. Because no. Lacey's a strong possibility, and Liv has been, like, this underdog for about a solid year, so it's very possible. The only reason, okay, the only way I would accept if Bailey doesn't return on Money in the Bank and if he returns to SummerSlam instead is if Bailey, kind of like what Cody Rhodes did, he shows up just for the match, you know, I would, like, this is how I would want it to play out. Ronda Lousy has a open challenge for her title. Maybe she could just beat her opponent and just, well, I'm not done. I want another opponent, whatever the fuck. Bailey comes out, or at some point before then, Bailey returns and has a match with Ronda at SummerSlam. At some point, I want Bailey to have a match with Ronda at SummerSlam where she wins the title from Ronda Rousey. And then whoever wins Money in the Bank attempts and fails to cash in on Bailey. <laughs> that's that's how I would take it. Um, any other money in the- my fucking chair moved down so I had to like sit up. Um, any other money in the bank related questions, comments, concerns you have? Um, Or anything else you want to talk about with money in the bank? I don't know, like, um, I don't know. That's all I can say. I don't know. Okay. Uh, next week we'll probably do a question about like Forbidden Door stuff because it'll be like right before we- It'll be, like, right before the pay-per-view. Um, yeah, so that was the show. God, I feel like I was off my game, but that's okay. It's a Saturday. It's a weird time for us. It's the normal time, but a different day. It's basically took a week off and just moved it back. But, of course, Savannah, tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on. So... If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Y2Garcia with an underscore. If there's no underscore, it's not me. That mistake has been made. What I have going on, I 
mentioned it earlier, I did a recap for the New Japan pay-per-view Dominion. That recap will be uploaded hopefully this weekend. It, I've just been having a lot of trouble uploading it to Google Drive because it takes too fucking long. But I will, I will, I will stay up all as long as I need to to make sure it gets uploaded. And hopefully you guys get to watch that and see that. And that is what I have going on. I have a Forbidden Door show planned hopefully to be recorded the Tuesday after Forbidden Door so that is something that will be coming up so you can be that's on standby so you can be on the lookout for that that is pretty much all I got going on I've just been enjoying summer um yeah that's that's about it I mean as you should enjoy your summer yeah um of course you can follow me on twitter at katierasslin13 the link tree in my bio to take you all things she elite showcase twitch.tv slash she elite showcase uh, typically Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Again, today was different because <laughs> I wasn't home. Uh, feel free to follow the Twitch and get notified every time we go live. YouTube, Savannah, we have 85 subscribers, so we are so close yeah, to a custom URL. That, little did I know that me reacting to a fucking pipe bomb was going to get, get us. 4.2k views in 11 days. Yeah, I'm genuinely like, holy I shit. I was like, what the fuck? Because I haven't looked at it since last week. I was like, holy f- I was, again, it's still, it's completely surreal. Because again, it's, it's, it's like, what the hell? I guess, I don't know if people, because sometimes I do this. Like, if something really good happens, not just in wrestling, but like in general with anything else, I like to look up to see uh, there's some people's reactions, like, you know, maybe someone I know, and then they'll recommend another reaction, and then another one, and yep, another you one. Gotta, you but I usually. Yeah, so maybe I got caught in, like, the binge-watching of reactions well, for MJF Python. Well, when you go um, on YouTube, which, that's... Here, let me go do that right now. Um, if you go onto YouTube and you type in... I can't remember the exact phrase. And my computer's going slow. Hold on. If you type okay. in um, MJF Promo Uncensored... Promo... I can't spell. What's it? I can't remember if it was that phrasing. Um, but at one point, you were we were the third video when it comes up. You just have to scroll a little bit now. Oh, MJF promo uncensored reaction. I didn't. That's, we're the sec- That's it was one of the predictive tech like predictive oh, responses, yeah. and I clicked it. We're the second one. Oh, see, for me, we're not. We're, like, fifth, but it doesn't matter. Regardless, we're on there. Check it out. Um, we're going to do more reaction stuff later. But everything we've done in the past, all the videos, past Good podcasts Lord. are up on the channel, so go check those out. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen to the podcast. Um, I always suggest not the videos. Not as fun as watching it. But... Yeah, like, watching them, you can see the reactions you can see my facial, like, the facial expressions we do. You can see my Bucks wall. You can see Savannah's Bucks, Bucks wall. wall. You can see Adam Cole chilling my in the new, corner. My new Kenny, he's right here. He's he's precious. So There's only 3,000 so, of him in the world. I always suggest watching the video. It's much more entertaining. Um, Big shout out to Heel Tactics, Justin, for creating all the music you hear in this show, Inside of the Mind of, In the Crowd, and the New Japan Takeover. Sheely Showcase is basically the umbrella of 
our show. She that showcases the weekly recap we do. Inside the Mind of an interview series I do with people in the wrestling community, which I'm going to pick back up after I'm back from Vegas, because then I have more time, and I don't want to try and scramble everyone in in like two weeks. In the Crowd is a collab show I do. Uh, the latest one is with Smackin' It Raw, Matt and Vince. The Young Kings is also on there if you want to go check those out. Savannah and I will have our own again after Vegas. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. And like Savannah said, she yeah. has a new Japan takeover. So go check out everything up on the channel. We talked about Pro Wrestling Pro Choice. Get the merch. Support women's rights. All proceeds are going to Planned Parenthood. We also have logo tees up there. I want to create more logos. I just don't have time. And I'm kind of creatively lazy right now. So it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. I think I covered everything. If not, you can tune in next week or watch last week's episode. If not, it's, it's, I, I'm everywhere. I was on the latest Smackin' It Raw. Like, when in doubt, I, t I, I always say this on the New Japan Takeover, because in the event I forget something, I usually forget at least one thing. I just say, when in doubt, go to the link tree at Katie's Twitter. And I always put your Twitter. I put there a Twitter handle for you. Or so just look at the description of wherever you're watching this. All the information yeah, is down there, too. You can do that as well, if you would like. Yeah. So, don't worry. Next week, we'll be back Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, normal time. It's going to be great. New normal time. New normal time. But, uh, until then, bye-bye.